What's up, world? Welcome to the Positive Truth, uplifting, positive news. Help you believe in yourself and the world around you. Tim, what are we trying to bring? Here at the Positive Truth, we're trying to bring awareness, empowerment, inspiration, optimism, and understanding the communities everywhere. JP, how are you, sir? Feeling good. I cheated today, Tim. Ooh, I'm listening. I have two inspirational stories. Hey, I'm both with, short. I'm with that, man. So, is yours longer? Not really, but it'll fit in the middle perfectly. <laughs> okay, okay. So I guess I'm going first. Yes, sir. That's how that works if I have two of them. Come on, JP. <laughs> he so, was so excited. <laughs> all right, so here's my first one, right? You ever made wanted to make the Olympics, Tim? Yeah. How hard is that? Uh, it felt impossible at one point in time, but then it felt real. But the dream was alive at a, for a while. Yeah, absolutely. But it's really tough. You yeah, got to put in tons of work. You got to dedicate your life to it. Absolutely. So my story is about first one is about Rikako. Iki, she's Japan's, like, she's a swimmer. 17 years old, was one of the best swimmers ever. She went to the Tokyo Games as a resume as a teen swimmer. She won six gold medals in the 2018 Asian Games in Indonesia, included the 15 100 meter freestyle, 15 100 meter butterfly, two golds in the relays, two silvers. She finished sixth in the world as a teenager in the 2016 Rio de Janeiro Olympics. Whew. Pretty good, right? Yeah, I mean, top in the world. Can't, can't beat it. 16, 17 years old. Only going up, right? Right. 18, she caught cancer. No. No, right? That bad. Right. Leukemia. 10 months cancer treatment. She can't get out of bed. Because the, the games got pushed back because of coronavirus... She like she was like okay I might be able to make the Olympics again, so she May 2020 she back on her feet after two years of fighting this. She disqualified for the Tokyo Olympics by winning the four by 100 medal relay in the upcoming games. 20 years old, she won the 100 meter butterfly event at Japan's Olympic trials. 57.77 seconds to qualify. She went from being bedridden. And to qualifying for the Olympics. First inspirational story, Tim. Dang. Okay, so first off, we're going to have to follow up. I, rec- I low-key remember watching her swim in, in, in the Rio Games. You know, I'm a big Olympic fan, so I watch everything from noodling that little random sport on the ice to the marathon. I'm, I'm just about that life. I get up early and I stay up late. I'm going to have to follow up and just watch her and see how she does. Because that is a beautiful, amazing story. I'm sure there's going to be a cool video that's going to be online soon here in a few months whenever the Olympic oh, Games start. Oh, I got it. Oh, my gosh. JP <laughs> did save the best for last. There's a video of her after she qualifies. They interview her, and all the competitors are coming up and hugging her. Congratulations after all she went through, and she's crying and all that. Deservedly. Absolutely, bro. Fire story. Boom. What do you got, Tim? Man. Oh, so, so my next one, man, it's, it's, uh, it's short as well. Um, it's about an 18-year-old. This story was actually really cool because it just caught me off guard. We're in a time where we're, we all need to pay attention not only to our mental health, but our loved one's mental health. And uh, there's this kid, right? 18 years old, freshman in college. Um, his name is Henry. He's going on this hike with his mom, and they're just kind of walking, spending some time together. And there's this peak. It's called Squaw Peak. It's about 1,600 feet. Nothing, nothing too crazy. And they're walking, and they see some people, you know, peeking over, plenty of other hikers that are around. And they see two hikers. One was in their 60s wearing all pink, and it was her husband with her, and they were just both kind of looking. 
And, you know, she, Henry didn't think anything of it as they were walking by, talking, just getting this last little bit of time together before he goes off and has fun in college. Um, but then all of a sudden, he heard something, him and his mom did, when they turned around. And they looked over, and the guy was yelling, Paula, Paula. His wife had fallen over, over the, the peak. Of course, everybody's running over there, but nobody could see her, nobody could hear her. Henry, being the young 18-year-old, he was quoted by saying, my young, dumb brain was like, I can do it. So he goes over there looking for her. He starts to climb down this peak, man. 18 years old, 1,600 feet in the air. He's like, look, I'm going to look for her. And when he starts to climb down, he ends up seeing her. Wait, Paula, is that you? Paula! She started moaning. She was actually really, really hurt. She ended up hurting her arms, her legs, had a concussion. She fell over 75 feet. It was bad. It was bad where she ended up landing. And she was in a place where rocks could have came down and she could have fell over if she didn't know what was going on. After yelling at her, he noticed she wasn't aware of everything that was going on. Her head injury was pretty bad. So he knew he had to get over there immediately because he could see if she rolls over two times, she's going to fall off of this cliff. And he didn't want to do that. So he gets over there as fast as he can. He climbs through some rocks. People call 911. He gets over to Paula and stays right next to her just so she didn't move. And when he got close, he noticed that she was really, really hurt. It took 45 minutes before anybody was able to get there. But the issue was is they couldn't get to where they were. So they had to call a helicopter in. And the whole entire time, Henry was staying with her. He's keeping her warm, talking to her. They strapped them in. Helicopter had to take them to the hospital. Not just, not Henry, but Paula and her husband. Henry had to climb back out the way that he came in to get to a safer spot to get to where he needed to be because he left the hospital, the safety net. Only the, he left the safety net for Paula's husband. He didn't want to go on the ho- the helicopter. There was with only Paula. room for them too. Exactly. He wanted to make sure they stayed together, which is a double like hero in itself. And the reason why I'm talking about this story, it's crazy. It's like, oh my gosh, what's going on? What ended up happening was is that Paula and her husband were going on a hike because Paula just lost her mother. She was going through it really bad mentally, and she didn't know what to do. And she was just trying to figure out things. When she slipped over, it was a complete accident. But she had no idea. And Henry, the 18-year-old, had no idea that she was helping her restart her life and get on and move on. She feels super blessed and she feels like Henry is a superhero that she came out of nowhere to help her get through the hardest time of her life. And it just made me think like, man, we really don't know what's going on with anybody in their life. Whatever accidents happen or don't happen, and Henry just being the good person that he was actually ended up saving somebody's life, not just physically, but mentally. So shout out to Henry. And yeah, that's story number two of the day. It's gonna be a classic episode, Tim. Man, it was fire, right? Randomly, shout out to Henry. Before we get to our last inspirational story, we need to pause and do audio meditations where me and Tim talk about one thing we're grateful for each. Because of the stresses of life, we often overlook all the great things going on in our own lives. We encourage everyone listening to think one thing you're grateful for as well. Guaranteed to make your day so much more positive. Tim, what are you grateful for today? Knowledge. Knowledge is power, man. Um, I'm not reading as much as I'd like to, but I am around a lot of people that do read. So the fun facts that you guys throw at me, and I said you guys for a reason, (laughs) is pretty amazing to me because it's starting to stick and... Yeah, we're getting older, so knowledge is, knowledge is fun now. I'm grateful for socks. Comfy socks are amazing. I know that's something super simple, but... You, I just reminded me of socks. Like, in college, I used to wear butterfly socks and stuff for track meets. Like, just... What are, what are butterfly socks? Socks with butterflies on them, man. Like, oh, okay. I would go to, like, the kids' section and go find the biggest socks I could find and wear them for track meets just because they were thin, light, and I knew they would stand out and people would look at them, you know college years being goofy but I I love socks too (laughs) socks are the best speaking of being 
probably going to stand out in being young. When you're young and you want to play, what stops you? My mom. But that's about it, right? In the sunlight. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you will play with anything. Facts. Dumpsters. I didn't care. Bro. It don't matter. It, it doesn't matter. When you're young, if you're bored enough, you will find something to play with. So, fast forward here. Young young lady's name is Rye. It's her last name. She's an architect student. And she was doing donations at an orphanage. And she was just amazed with what she saw. They were in they live in India and she saw kids playing with everything. Basically there's so much trash around them. They were playing with a broken like metal pipe using it as a sword. Awesome. Two boys were attempting to play like bagman with like anything. Like they were just picking up cardboard. And there was so much trash around there, but the kids were turning it into, like, fun stuff to play with. And that's when she had this idea, like, I'm in school for architecture, but wouldn't it be awesome if I could take all this trash and turn it into playgrounds for free? So what she started doing is she started going around and picking up tires. She's like, tires are safer, I can clean them out, and everything will be good with them. And she's built 275 playgrounds out of tires. Swings, the little uh, teeter-totter things, all sorts of things out of these tires that kids can come play in. And she's building them in places where there's no playgrounds, nowhere to do them for safe. Because she was like, India lacks safe spaces for safe, creative play. I, I have to change that because whenever I was younger, I couldn't go outside and play. And that really, like, I really, like, I regret not having that, so I want to build that for other people. So she's been, instead of her taking her architecture degree and getting a humongously good-paying job, she's been, she started a nonprofit and has been doing this for two years. And she's built 275 of these. She's built them in public spaces, schools, refugee camps. She's crushing it. She's, man, it's beautiful. It's like her childhood made her, her child, after seeing a bunch of kids playing with trash, it reminded her of her childhood not having it and she used her skills to give back. It doesn't get any better than that, man. Shout out to Bruce for shouting out, using, giving us that quote, if you can't give money, give your time, give your skills. And that's exactly what she's doing. That is a superhero in my eyes. This is a classic inspirational episode, JP. Do we have a classic quote to get out of here? Man, don't watch the clock, do what it does. Keep going. Quotes by Tim. Ha, so true. If you want to support the podcast, make sure to like, share, subscribe, rate, and review. Five-star review helps us out so much. Helps us spread our message of positivity out to the world. We also have a Patreon, where if you subscribe, you get a bonus positive news episode every single week. And we take all of our Patreon money and our sponsorship money, and we donate every single month when we do our favorite positive news stories of that month. And whoever the Patreon tells us to donate to, that's exactly where we donate to. We're out. Stay positive.